0: Hello Park Hill family, it's a joy to read and pray with you all this week in our bread practice. My name is Sandy Wickham and I am one of the pastors here at Park Hill Church. Every month we record a bread practice to remind the church we are leaning into scripture reading together daily. If you have fallen off the reading plan, no need to be discouraged. You can just start again right where we are today. The church has done this practice for centuries. So let's join the greater body of believers and start. Find a place free from distractions and have your Bible, a journal, and a pen ready. Let's begin with being still in His presence. Try not to multitask. You get the most out of these times when you can focus your whole self on God. Feet on the ground, you may even want to open your hands as a sign of surrender or a receiving posture of all the Father may choose to give us. Psalms 19.14 says Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let's breathe together while we silently meditate on who He is. You may want to close your eyes. As you breathe in, consider Jesus, the humble and gentle one. Now breathe out and say, you are rest for my soul. One more time, breathe in, humble and gentle one. And breathe out, you are rest for my soul. Thank you, Father. As the scriptures are being read, write down a word or a phrase that stands out to you. Feel free to pause if you need more time. Now let's meditate on the scriptures.
1: Matthew 12 At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Going on from that place, he went into their synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, If any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and it was completely restored, just as sound as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill Jesus. Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from that place. A large crowd followed him, and he healed all who were ill. He warned them not to tell others about him. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love, and in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Till he has brought justice through to victory, in his name the nations will put their hope. Then they brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, And Jesus healed him, so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It is only by Beelzebul, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan... He is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions, unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Either in this age or in the age to come, make a tree good and its fruit will be good, or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, And now something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came for the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. Now something greater than Solomon is here. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, Your mother and brothers are standing outside, wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. Take the word or phrase that you wrote down and reflect. What do you think God is trying to reveal through this verse? Allow Him to speak to your heart and mind. Be open towards Him. The Father is faithful and wants to speak. Now, let's turn our focus outward. Take this moment to ask how you can apply what the Spirit spoke to you today. Write down the one thing you will commit to living out for Him today. As we close our time together, write out your prayer of devotion to God. Let's show Him gratitude as we close our time together. Thank the Lord for being near and faithful to those who seek Him. Psalms 141.2 says, Let my prayers be set forth in your sight as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Thank you for walking through this practice with me. I look forward to meeting with you tomorrow.